0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Queen Made of Light, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. Welcome back to another episode on the pod, you guys. As I'm sure you remember from listening to past episodes, this month was my birthday and I celebrated it on Monday and I thought, what better way to commemorate the day, the year, than to do a whole episode on what I've learned. And I just got done recording the episode, so I thought I would redo the intro because I ended up getting a lot more vulnerable than I thought I was going to. Um, I knew I wanted to share. I knew I wanted to probably get as deep as possible Possible because birthdays are really emotional and really profound. And I've had quite the year, and this would not be the podcast that it is without me being so truthful about what I experienced. Um, And there was a lot of growth that happened this year, and a lot of loss, and um, so many things. So many things. And so I am really excited for you guys to hear this episode because it was really meaningful to me to record. Um and I hope you heard something that you resonated with and that you enjoy it. So, let's get into it. So, let's start with turning 27. <laughs> what I was calling my golden year. Also, let me just preface this by saying, um, usually when I write these episodes, I'm speaking from a script. I write exactly what I'm going to say. So like there are no surprises every now and then I'll sort of ad lib onto it, but it's always very, you know, concise and short and sweet. And in this episode, I just decided um, because of where I'm at and because of the topic that I just wanted to speak freely. I just wanted to be able to talk about my life and what I experienced. And so, you know, if it goes a little bit too long, it goes a little bit too long. And you guys will let me know. But other than that, I just wanted to preface that by saying that I'm really just going to be like free talking with you guys for this episode. So I want to talk first about 27. Being 27 and what that meant for me at that time. um, I put, I had so many, so many expectations for myself. For turning 27 because I turned 27 on the 27th. And um in my family the number 7 is a really really lucky number. My parents were married on February 17th. My sister's birthday is January 17th. Um what else? My yeah, just there were like a lot of a lot of sevens that popped up in in our lives and so my family has always thought of it as like our our lucky number. And so I was like, wow, this is going to be my year just because seven is a really lucky number. It's a godly number. It's a holy number. It's going to be my year. In a lot of ways, it absolutely was my year. And in a lot of ways, it wasn't Um, because it was my year internally, but it wasn't my year externally um, in some circumstances. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I... When I turned 27, I had just finished um, my Broadway run, my Broadway run in Dear Evan Hansen, which was amazing. And I've talked a lot about it on here about, you know, how I sort of struggled with um, enjoying it while I was into it and not worrying about the next best thing. Um, but I ended it on a really, really high note and felt very grateful for where I was and very, very, very excited about my future. And. While I was on Broadway, I had auditioned for so many things and I had gotten really far for some things and not far at all for a lot of things. And by the time my birthday rolled around, I felt a little defeated, but also incredibly optimistic because I felt like there was a part of me that was shifting into like the woman I knew that I wanted to be and... Finally having some ground under me, not being on tour anymore and having my own apartment with my boyfriend and us finally getting to build a life together and me getting to build a life and also getting to reconnect with all of my friends from school and all of my friends that lived in the city. Like it just was so exciting. Like, you know, I, I was also really, really excited about all the opportunities and all the possibilities I was going to get to experience being in New York, finally, after wanting to get back here for so long from spending all those years on tour. So I started out really, really optimistic. Um, And in the beginning, it was great. I did this awesome photo shoot that felt like it was exactly how I wanted to see myself. You know, when you take photos of yourself and sometimes they just don't, like you have this image and it's just not that. And I did this really beautiful photo shoot with Sam Pickard and He made me feel and look exactly how I wanted to. So I felt like I was going in with a bang. Like I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. Like I feel really, really good. And you know what? Like I was right. Like I did experience a lot of beauty, but I also experienced a lot of loss. And um, I struggled with my mental health a lot because this was the first time since I graduated college that I wasn't working. I didn't. I didn't book any jobs after November or yeah, like after like October, kind of October. Um, And so on one hand, I was like really excited to be in the city and to get to be with my friends and to get to say yes to going out and experiencing all these things. And on the other side, I didn't have this like catapult into my career that I expected to have. Um, And so I spent a lot of time putting all of my self-worth into these auditions that just were not happening and a lot of my friends around me were getting jobs and everybody was getting this sort of safety net of like they knew what they were doing next and I had no idea what I was doing and and I and I couldn't see that I was really lucky that I was getting all these opportunities to audition for things the only aspect of that that I was seeing was that I was failing and I had this thought even with like for my agents and my manager I was like I feel so bad for them because I didn't book anything and, you know, they gave me things, you know, they they put me in for shows and I went in for a lot of things, but I just didn't book any of those things. And it made me feel so bad and like such a failure that like somehow I let them down because I wasn't able to get all the way to with any of the shows that they had sent me in for. So I felt really bad about that. And fast forward a couple months of this, I realized that I had created and I didn't have a survival job. You know, I still was very grateful to have a lot of money left over from tour and from Broadway. So I another thing that, you know, in hindsight, I I didn't really have the gratitude for that in that moment because I was so busy trying to be anywhere else but where I was that I couldn't see how grateful I was at the same time that I had enough financial security that I could just, you know, audition for things. And if they didn't work out, it'd be fine. And I could just do something, try something else. I just kept seeing it as like failure, 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 failure. And then on top of that, I didn't have anything else going on. I was not working any other jobs. So I didn't really have any other semblance of purpose. It really was, I would get these auditions and I would get really, really excited about them. And I would stop my life and I would work tirelessly and endlessly on them. And it was really, really horrible for my mental health and for my self-worth because I found that I felt really empty a lot of the time. I felt very empty and very depressed when I would audition for something and I wouldn't even get the call back. And it would be this like, what do you mean? Like I I put my life on hold. I rehearsed for this every single day. I didn't I didn't go outside. I you know I all I did was like think about this and work on this. What do you mean I'm not even gonna get a call back? You know, which was just like the biggest biggest slap in the face and that would happen to me over and over and over and over again until I got to this point where I was trying so hard to sort of like hide it from my partner that I was like really beating myself up and I was mentally beat up and exhausted and I felt very desperate for validation I was desperate for validation that it was really eating me up inside and it got to a point where I couldn't hide it anymore. And my partner was just like, come on, I know that there's something going on with you. Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And he really created the space for me to be as ugly with myself as humanly possible. Like I, I mean, it almost felt like I was having like an exorcist. <laughs> like I, I like to think of this moment in my life as my breakthrough. This was my breakdown slash my breakthrough, where i was crying so uncontrollably and i was also saying things out loud to myself like i that i didn't think i was good enough i didn't think i was worthy enough um <laughs> and i was really allowing the rejection that i was getting in these auditions to i to you know identify me as a person like literally not hearing a yes in those rooms after months and, months and months and months and months and months, and and depending on that for so many weeks and so many months, really made me think that that was tied up into who I, who I was exactly, and it was incredibly detrimental to my self worth that I got to this point where I was saying really ugly, horrible things about myself, and I some of those things I couldn't even believe, like. They were in like the darkest parts of my brain that I had been given this space to just unleash and so I did and I just opened up and I said these things that some of them even surprised me. Um, And in hindsight, I don't think I really, really believed them. I think they were things that I thought must be true because all my dreams weren't coming true, you know, because people weren't giving me yeses. So I was like, well, this must be why, you know, um. And it was really, really hard for me. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the best. It was one of the best parts about this year, that that breakthrough, that cry. Because literally two days later, I got asked to be, uh, to, uh, to re-audition sort of for White Girl in Danger. And like a little bit about that, they, I had gone in previously for an understudy for a different role, for a lead role. And they caught back to me later this time two days after my big breakdown and they asked me um, to re-audition for two other roles to be the understudy or three to be the understudy of these three other parts that they needed coverage for and I at this point had nothing left to lose I had nothing left to lose I just was like well that's interesting and I also at the time I thought it was a test Because I was like, (laughs) God wants to see, oh, I missed a huge, huge part about this. After my breakthrough, I woke up the next day happy. Like, truly joyful. And nothing had changed. Nothing about my life had changed except I cried. And I felt everything that I needed to feel. And I gave myself that space. And I Fucking cried and and it felt so good to to have my partner and myself validate my feelings no matter how ugly they were. I think that was really life-changing for me. So I woke up the next day feeling lighter and just being like, well, I have nothing to lose. Like that's everything. That that's the worst that it could possibly be could possibly be. And I had this other thought that I never want to speak to myself like that again. It was so nasty and it was so, it was just really scary to hear myself think these thoughts and then to recognize that they actually are not, they're not mine. They're thoughts that I made up to sort of give a response to why my life isn't the way that I want my life to be. So I had to give myself these excuses that it must be because I'm this and it must be because I'm this. As opposed to it's just not my time. And all I have to do is keep going and keep working hard and one day it will be. I could not see that for a really long time. And so I had this breakthrough and I woke up the next day and I felt like I had just sort of released it. I released it all. It was it was killing me, holding all of that, holding all of that and trying to pretend that I wasn't feeling any of it when I was feeling it so abundantly And overwhelmingly so, I think it was incredibly important that I finally created that space for myself. So then I got the call to re audition for White Girl in Danger off Broadway. And I had a ball and a half with the self tape. I wore three different wigs in the tape because I just was like, this is so fun. This is hilarious. Really did not think I was going to get it. And I thought of it as like a challenge to see if I had really had this breakthrough moment and this aha moment of like not getting attached to this thing. That's what I really thought that it was. And then they called me the very next day and they said they wanted wanted me to do it. And it was awesome. And it was a job that could not have happened to me at any other time in my life because I had to do a lot of work. I had to cover four roles. I ended up sort of taking over one of them. Um, It was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. And I wouldn't have been able to do that job if I hadn't had this rough emotional conversation with myself where I realized that I don't need anybody else to validate me. Um, And the last thing I ever want to do is give that power to somebody else. Um, And so... You know, in the past, I struggled a lot with being an understudy. I struggled with, you know, not feeling like I got my flowers. And this opportunity was so wonderful to me because I didn't feel like I needed that. I, I From the moment that I got there, I, I felt like I was grateful to be in the room. I didn't expect to have as much responsibility as I ended up having. Um, but I didn't need them to tell me that I was good enough to be there. Like I normally would have, especially being an understudy, and I and I owe all of that to having that moment where I really got to look at myself and I and I got to hold myself with such care and consideration, <laughs> you know? Sorry. because I didn't deserve to feel that way, and nobody deserves to feel that way. And the last thing I want to do is give somebody the power to make me feel that way. So, that was a really big moment for me and one of the best things that happened to me this year um, and white girl nature was an incredible learning experience I learned a lot about myself and one of my favorite moments was over the first couple of days of rehearsal Raja the choreographer said to me I feel like you had a really good childhood he was like I could just feel like your spirit And your energy is so positive. And I said to him, you're catching me at a really good time in my life. You know, I came into that experience with love. And I was ready to receive whatever the universe wanted to give me because I knew that I was worthy of it. So, yeah. That was my breakthrough. (laughs) It's taken me this year to finally get to a point where I know That validation is not gonna be the thing that saves me. (laughs) It's just not. It's not gonna rescue me from myself. It's not gonna make me love myself more. It's not gonna make me accept myself more because other people's opinions about yourself, are about you are so ever changing and they're not always there and they're not something to ever, ever be relied on, you know? And and if that big emotional moment in my life taught me anything, it's that I wanna be that for myself. And the world is so hard. And the last thing I need is for me to be harder on me. Um, So I feel like that day, I like made a promise to myself that I was never going to let something like that have so much power over me. And since then, I've, you know, gotten close to jobs and not, not gotten them and not gotten close to jobs that I really, really wanted. And I've gotten my heart broken. And it's a daily, daily struggle. But but I really, really have found that nobody's opinion of myself is more important than mine. And that a rejection and getting a no has nothing to do with my self-worth. It has nothing to do with my value in this world and what I can contribute to the world. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I heard this quote the other day on Oprah's podcast, my biggest inspiration, um, and It was, um, this guest was saying that when you pray to God, um, he hears all the colors of your prayer. And that really freed me up and released me of having any kind of grip on what I think my life is going to look like every day. I get a little opportunity of an audition for something and I say, God, is this the thing? Is this what you really want me to do? And it's like, I don't know, all I can do is put both feet in and say, all right, take me there. Let's go. What are we going to do? Because I truly believe that God knows what's on my heart and he knows what I want and he knows what I deserve and I know what I deserve, but it just might not look the way that I think it is. And I'm letting go of the how, like really letting go of the how Because I know it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be the surprise of a lifetime. And I know that if I let go of the how, it becomes limitless. My dreams are limitless. Because it doesn't matter how they come true. I just believe that they will in one way or another. And this year I learned a lot about that. Releasing. I had so many expectations this year. I had so many goals. Some were reached and some weren't. Um, But the biggest gift that I received this year was being able to validate myself and learning how to release and and knowing that releasing and letting go has nothing to do with giving up. But it's actually incredibly powerful to say, I don't know what's going to happen to me and I'm not going to think about it, but I'm going to believe that no matter what, I'm going to be okay. That was the biggest power that I received this year, the biggest strength I received. Um, And, you know, the beauty of this year has been spending time with my partner and really growing together and nurturing our relationship and being around my best friends and getting to see my friends from school and time you know time to be with people and time to connect and foods to eat and not having to travel around in a suitcase anymore you know all of that has been such a gift such a gift and every day i learn a little bit more about what i want out of life and where i'm going or where i think i'm going and you know, it's a lot. It's challenging and it's hard, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And this podcast is, uh, okay, I'm getting emotional again, but this podcast, I think, um, saves me. It saves me because it gives me so much purpose. Even if I don't know who's listening, (laughs) even if I don't have the most listeners or the most subscribers. I think just creating this space for myself um, and for whoever needs to hear the things that I'm saying brings so much value into my life. When people message me, when people tag me in a post, it brings me so much happiness to know that I am contributing my life in a way that is helping other people. Um, I have no greater desire than to help other people make their lives better. That is a huge purpose for me in whatever way I can, whether that's through this podcast or if that's through singing or just being a really good friend. I find so much purpose in this and I feel very, very grateful. I feel very, very grateful. So I had a really beautiful year in all the ways that I did not expect it to be. And it was a really challenging year and it was a really difficult year for me. And moving forward, I have no expectations for 20 great. great. I have not a single expectation. I am just happy to be alive and I'm excited. I'm very excited for whatever comes my way because I just can feel myself loving myself deeper and deeper and deeper every day and taking good care of myself every day. So that I never have to be that girl that I was at the beginning of 27 who gave up on herself and and gave up her power in such a way. So, <laughs> hopefully this episode isn't too long. We'll see how long it is when I do all the editing. Um, but, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about this. Um, and thank you so much for listening Thank you so much for subscribing, for commenting, for following, for sharing, for all the things, you know. I need all the help that I can get when it comes to growing this podcast and I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So, oh, my heart feels so heavy. I think something is in my retrograde. My my therapist told me this morning something is in retrograde and I definitely feel it. I have felt it all week. Um, But I am very grateful and I'm so happy that I got to do this episode and got to speak with all of you. So if you liked it you heard something that you liked or if you just want to share maybe your year with me or something that I said that touched you I would be so so grateful so thank you so much for listening and i will see you next time see ya